Hey guys, welcome to episode 9. It is episode 9, we're almost at episode 10, and it's been a long four weeks. I think it's been around about four weeks since we did the last episode. And if you're wondering where I was, there's two answers. I'd let you guess the first one, but it's a one-way street. So let me tell you, the first reason was there was a lot of mojitos. The second was Dizzy Death Race Tour, and then Big Pineapple with Van Soho and June Rats. And those two are definitely connected because Bacardi had this stand there. This isn't even sponsored by Bacardi, but I was so impressed by this. I knew I'd mentioned it on the podcast. Bacardi had a stand there and they were making unlimited mojitos and unlimited pina coladas for anyone that wanted them. And they weren't even like small paws or anything. They were deliciously strong Bacardi um, cocktails. Like they put mint in them and everything. It was delicious. So then we came back and we did the DZ Death Rays after party. Wax was there. DZ were there. They stayed. Very good of them for an after party. And uh, yeah, we drank all the way. We drank all the way from Sunshine Coast to back to Brisbane, back to the Triffid, and it was awesome. And those shows were good at the Triffid, the DZ shows, and then Big Pineapple was awesome, as you could imagine. Got a few photos up on the Instagram if you haven't seen them yet. And then Soho and Genie's posted some as well as DZ Death Rays. So thank you for that. This episode, we're going to talk about uh, photography work and we're going to talk about how to get it and how to get more of it because people keep saying, oh, you know, how did you get a job in photography? And we've already sort of touched on that in a previous episode, but this is more about how do you get a job in concert photography and concert photography jobs, they just seem too few and far between. And that's because they are. And music photography can sometimes feel like a little bit seasonal and when it rains it pours and that's probably because the summer summer season has all the gigs over here and then winter there's not that much that's a common thought i think winter has a lot of gigs it just has less festivals so it seems like there's less bands over here than there actually are so this one's all about yeah how to how to get more concert photography work so tip number one Tip, no, first tip I had was to go it solo because a job is, you know, this perception of ongoing employment. And most, most people, they perceive a job to be something that they do on a regular basis. It's like a place that they go or something that they do exchange, you know, and they exchange that for money. And some people think that a job is something that negatively impacts your life. Or that, you know, you need it. It's not something you would do if it was optional, but you need it because you need to pay the bills. And that's such a negative thought process. Even dictionary.com is a hater on the term jobs. It says the definition of a job is a piece of work, especially a specific task done as part of the routine of one's occupation or for an agreed price. And then it doubles down on that hate by then saying anything a person is expected or obliged to do, such as a duty or responsibility. So expected, obliged, that kind of routine, that kind of stuff, that's so negative, that's negative thinking, man. So it all starts to sound like a bit of a downer. And that's why I stop, step number one is to go solo. When you're a freelancer, that doesn't, 
you know, answer to someone else, you, you're free. You've got all the choice in the world. A few of my friends, they traveled down the route of being wedding photographers and they did it because they were chasing the money and because they heard, you know, it was big, it was big money, but the risk was also really big. Then they realized, you know, that they were up against other wedding photographers who were spending thousands of dollars in digital advertising because they wanted to dominate the search engine rankings for all the keywords related to wedding photography. And they got super frustrated and I don't blame them for that. You know, they sought out an agent of sorts, I guess, you know, to assign them photography work that their agency had been asked to deliver on, but they didn't have enough photographers there. So they sort of became a staff member of this agency, still operated like a freelancer. And they thought that they had it made. You know, they were given work regularly and the agency, they took a cut of the fee and then they gave the rest of the photographer, which is, you know, fair. And they thought it was a win-win scenario. But then after a few months, they started to get bored. They started to lose their passion for photography because they had lost their control. That's what they said to me. I've, I've, I feel like I've lost my control. You know, I'm doing this only because somebody else has given me something rather than, you know, me having chosen that. And they had no choice but to take whatever work they'd been assigned because regardless of whether the wedding environment or the client felt like a natural fit with their photography style or not was sort of out of the question. And concert photography jobs are no different. They're so... There's so few of them out there that just pay blindly because the client wants someone who visually portrays the artist in a similar way to how their music sounds or how they want to see themselves as. So a paint-by-numbers agency star would just breed passionless photographers that only reduce the quality of the outcome for the client. Which kind of like leads me into the next one. The next, the next point I wanted to make about this was it's important to build a connection. It's not just your concert photography work that lands you the job. The best music photographer cannot land on, you know, a pile of endless work if they're punishing or they're difficult to deal with, they're difficult to work with. Some clients would rather work with a good person who fits their team culture over, you know, the best photographer that's ever lived you know, but is that person's difficult to work with. That's, it's not worth it. You need to know when it's time to take your photos and when it's time to keep your camera on the table and, you know, let those two ears of yours and your mouth do some work. You also need to target repeat business. One of the main reasons people want a job in music photography is because of the certainty of future work. There's, there's no certainty in the future of work, there is none. No matter what your profession is, it it's, just doesn't exist. Any day, anything can happen. Businesses go out of business. Uh, you know, people, clients change their mind and want to go with someone else. But repeat business is one of the key differences in a concert photography job. And concert photography jobs, there's a big emphasis on that S. Because if you want to do more work than, you know, one-off jobs, then you're going to need repeat business. That's logical. There just, there just isn't enough bands out there to be able to afford doing only one shoot per band. You're going to run out of bands to shoot. 
And so I'm a big believer that repeat business is more than just business. It makes you more comfortable and it makes you more knowledgeable about the subject. And we're talking about the band when we say subject. And so the band gets better photos. It's a win-win situation. You're more comfortable and they're more comfortable around you. And it only ends with a better photo or a better set of photos. So the more times you shoot them, as long as you're not doing the same shots every single time, the more you'll satisfy the client's needs straight up. The next thing you need to do to keep securing work is to ask for feedback. And I'm not talking about feedback on your photography skills or, you know, please validate me or anything like that. I'm saying you should ask for feedback on how the photos met the brief that the client outlined. Because even if you feel like it totally nails the request of the client, that doesn't guarantee that the client feels the same way. Art's subjective and we need to accept that, you know, there are going to be some times where difference of opinion or interpretation of the brief means that, you know, we're, we're less satisfied or more satisfied than, than the other person is, whether you're the, the worker or the client. And sometimes simply asking if the client liked the photos if it, a few days after you give it to them, you know, that can get you more work. Because the client might say, yeah, yeah, we really did. Next time, do you think we could get a photo where the guys are doing this? Or, you know, next time, could we get a photo that, you know, isn't color, but is black and white or that is more gritty or, you know, just a small change. And instantly you've got a lead for, you've got a lead for more work. You've got a boost in confidence because you know they like working with you. And you know like exactly, you know exactly what the client wants from it. So your next line instantly can only be sure when are they playing next. And that's that's your next job set up. But you're not always gonna have these connections with people. So the next step is to get your search engine rankings in check. A lot of people don't even bother with this. They're like, yeah, I got a Facebook, I got a Twitter, I got an Instagram. People share it and people will see it. And unfortunately, that that is one mentality and that does work. But you are going to miss out on work if that's all you think about. You know, when I first started sort of putting together the notes and the little, you know, skeleton of the podcast in the process that I go through, I was thinking about the times when I got cold called by, you know, an international artist or an international booking agent. And Cat Stevens was the most recent example of this. So they Googled music photographer Brisbane or Brisbane concert photographer or something like that. And they looked at the results on the first page. And I ranked somewhere in those initial sort of 15, 25 results, which immediately put me on their shortlist. And then out of all the photographers that they had on their shortlist, which you know, were there 15 or 25 that were on that initial results page. Then they went and checked out all their portfolios, I guess, and and they reviewed them to see who was suitable for the job. So if an international artist is looking for someone to photograph them, chances are they have no idea where to start in another country. And they'll just Google it. They'll just go city music photographer, city macro photographer, city food photographer food photographer, city, whatever, whatever that string might be. And you want your stuff on the first page. And that's the best way to pick up work that you otherwise would never have heard of 
but exists. So your search engine rankings are super crucial. The last, the last tip I got is easy, but people often forget it. The last tip is to ask for work. If you haven't heard from a regular client in some time and you used to get a lot of work from them and then you don't anymore, there's, you know, the obvious reason is maybe you've done something to upset them. The chances of you doing that are so, so small because I think everyone is professional enough to not fall into any traps where you become an idiot. So there's obviously another reason. Maybe they just don't have the work. Maybe they've gotten so busy that they've forgotten about you. Maybe you've only done one job for them in the past and business is busy and they've forgotten who did the photography work. Maybe they didn't file it properly. So just drop them an email, just check in. You know, providing you're not doing it too often, you could just be jolting someone's memory to look into photography work for, you know, whatever their next job is, whether it's a new artist, whether it's a new restaurant, like, you know, it goes beyond music photography. Our lives are insanely busy, especially if you're a publicist or you're a venue manager. So just touch base with them. And if things have gone quiet and just ask them if there's any upcoming, you know, photography work you could lend your skills to. Even if they don't have that work at the time, all it takes is just a super quick recommendation to one of their colleagues to, for you to land another photography job. It's that easy. So never be ashamed to ask for work. You're not begging. It's very, de- it's very different to being desperate. So I guess that leads us to the, the big question. Is there even such a thing as a concert photography job? or a photography job as a whole. And, you know, I think the best way to sort of summarize it is to, you know, recommend that you don't land one of those jobs out there, one of those photography jobs, one of those concert photography jobs. Just work for you. You know, create your concert photography jobs or your photography jobs on a freelance basis because you're free. And then like the old saying goes, you will never work a single day in your life. So whatever you're up to next, whatever you're doing, whatever gigs are happening, Void have some gigs coming up with Tired Lion. I shot Tired Lion at Big Pineapple. That was fun. I think it was the first time I'd seen Tired Lion. And I love that album. That album is so good. So definitely give that a listen. If you're at Void or if you are at uh, Tired Lion or if you are at... um, Dead of Winter Festival, clowns have some stuff coming up. Definitely say hello. I love it when people say hello and we'll get a beer. Maybe we'll get a mojito if Picardi's doing that again. But no matter what you're doing, have a great week. Stay positive. You're killing it. And uh, I'll see you in a photo pit.